0: Hi everyone, this is Neil Thompson from the Inside Oz podcast. As you know, the guys are raising money for Sheffield Children's Hospital, and you can donate online through their Just Giving page. If you donate, you can unlock huge bonus episodes from the guys, as well as other perks. Head on over to www.justgiving.com forward slash royalgrumble to donate whatever you can. There isn't a set amount to donate, it's completely up to you, and you can also see all the information regarding the bonus content. All donations go directly to Sheffield Children's Hospital. It's a great cause, so give whatever you can. Thank you. Let's get ready to go!
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the Roll Grumble. I'm your host, Graham. School's out for the summer. Whee! I'm not at school. Uh, sitting directly opposite me is Dan. Hi. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. Good. Yeah, that's
2: the side of my headphones that are
1: working. Yeah, I'm all left, incidentally. <laughs> and now we're going to have a political
2: oh, debate. Oh, pun. Let's
1: see what we did there. Daryl's all nothing.
0: The energy in the room, right, is really different when he presses record. Right? Yeah, we were all chilled out, and then you just start shouting. Good. Yeah, that's what I'm all about.
2: I, I try and match it for about five seconds before reverting back to me. Yeah.
0: I can hear people laughing outside. Can they pick this up on the mic? That is that picked up on the mic? Uh, no. Maybe, but it's... quiet. We're recording <laughs> it here. Stop enjoying
2: yourselves. We've got a live studio. What are they doing, here?
0: enjoying themselves anyway? We're right next to Sheffield Wednesday's training ground. What are they doing? It's all
2: about the football. Oh, yeah. It's all about the football. If they're listening
0: to us, it's probably the most listeners we've ever had. Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) Cheers.
2: Now, find us a new manager. One that's not got a cabbage
1: head. Oh, yeah. I want to have a. Yeah. I I shouted that at some prom people, didn't I? Oh, yeah, we, we drove, we past, drew, the we drove past, past the Sheffield Football
2: Ground. Prom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I was like, oh, there's a
1: bunch of people crowded outside the, the ground. I was like, oh, oh, it's just a prom. I, mean, I thought I had a new manager.
2: Now, Sky Sports News only show up when Newcastle steal things from us. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. I'll never go to Sports Direct again, that's
1: for sure. Cheers. <laughs> right, start that on a positive note. Speaking of Sheffield, professional wrestling in Sheffield, Breed. Yeah. Wh- whose owners are terrible.
2: <laughs> 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 can we clarify that please yeah, you can <laughs> <laughs> only because, i regret nothing <laughs> only because of suspected as a football team suspected he's hasn't he got a mitch mitch has been on the show before you've heard of yeah. him,
1: Mitch. he's blade he is a blade <laughs> i'm pretty sure he is No, but... he is a blade no what do you mean
2: pretty sure I, is. i've not seen it confirmed but it, may, it would make sense right yeah
0: around around Bravo Lane to yeah get the thing you have a picture with belt It. more to the point he's also
1: are you not seeing about the next show? They've delayed it by an hour so people can get out of Bramble Lane. Seriously?
0: Yeah, because I think he's going to be in there. I yeah, think well, exactly because I think he's going to be there.
2: <laughs> I can't go to the next show. And what at uh, Bramble Lane? No, um, okay. Hex. Oh. I can't go. Well, actually, I can go to the next show at Hex because it's the independent show where it's all these different companies joining up together for a show. Oh, yeah. But uh, I can't go to the next Breed show because I'm away.
1: Oh, that's your excuse for everything. I'm in.
2: I'm in the Lake District. I mean, I'm away, but yeah, uh, I'm going to see a lake. Oh yeah, it's in a district. I don't know where else. There's literally just hills. It's gonna be lovely.
0: Yeah. Like, is it? Is it where you bury bodies? <laughs>
1: <Just> d- <laughs> don't don't confirm or deny. I've told you. Don't let him know. I don't know go I'm there afraid. often enough. We're <laughs> we gonna talk about this actual breed show whilst not <laughs> well, talk well, about. I we like were, um, well,
0: I thought I, I, can... thought I was stalling because you were finding someone on your phone. No, I can, well, talk, I am, about, I can talk, talk about. I can talk about the, the day of the we breed there, show.
2: We? So. uh... I don't know if you saw on my Facebook, but there was a pre-show for Breed.
0: Was there? No? No. Oh. I went to the
2: Pop-Up Cafe.
0: Oh, right. Oh. So not, not a pre-show. I got to pre-show. hang out.
2: with a load of Dachshunds. It was great. It's all these sausage dogs running around. There The one that looked like a seal. It was gorgeous. Loved it. Did you steal it? No. Oh. The owner must have seen Like My other half pointed out that the dogs must be able to smell the desperation because every time she'd go down to pet one, it'd just turn around and be like, nope. I got to pet a few. I was happy. There's your picture. Oh, dear. Told you. Mitch. Come on, Mitch. He kept, didn't he also say that when we were
1: here as well? I don't I'm, remember. I, I feel like
2: he mentioned something. Well, anyway. I yeah. wish we'd have taken a fit picture with the Wednesday badge behind him. And I every seem time. To remember, he d- yeah,
1: there was a mention of that. Because basically in the studio, we've got a big chef of Wednesday flag. And uh, I seem to remember. Either he did mention it or and it was like very quickly. Or he didn't mention it. But I remember thinking there's something off here. He seems a bit uneasy <laughs> right next to that massive Sheffield Wednesday badge. Like, like a vampire so, yeah, wear a crucifix. Regardless of whether or not we enjoy your promotion, Mitch, you're, you're Miami <laughs> now. That's it.
2: So, yeah, the actual Breed you can Show. Steve Bruce back. <laughs> the actual Breed Show. So uh, we took someone with us who had never been to a wrestling show before. Becky's friend came with us who was staying over. And uh, she absolutely loved it. Like she, she was genuinely, she, she was, was the, sh- the
0: one that shouted the thing uh, uh, no, no, no. at. <laughs> no, 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 she wasn't. <laughs> okay, I'm just no. clearing that up. <laughs>
2: <thought> she's never <laughs> been before. She might think we could just say what we want. No, um, so just from instantly from the first match, she was properly into it. At first, it was comments like "I like his thick thighs," but then it moved on to oh, "Yeah, I'm actually enjoying this show." And she's on about coming. Who,
0: who had thick thighs?
2: Ian Simmons. Okay, he has got those thick thighs. Yeah. That
1: T-H-I-C-C. Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. Yeah, like thick. thick. Yeah. um So yeah, the opening match was Yearn uh, Simmons versus Big Joe. That was really entertaining because it was just Big Joe refusing to admit that Yearn Simmons is bigger than him. And Yearn Simmons beating the absolute hell out of him. Is Yearn Simmons bigger than him?
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, they didn't do the silly thing that Revpro Pro did and book a guy who's known for being huge and in his debut match book him against a guy who's bigger than him. <laughs> They're not that like Breed was smarter with the Yearn-Simmons book him book him against a guy who thinks he's big but isn't that's well, way your better. references there is that when we saw him wrestle Lance Hoyt yeah when he wrestled Lance Hoyt yeah yeah. pre-Mad Max uh, Mohawk Mullet yeah but cu-
0: current uh, shopping at Sainsbury's Lance
2: Hoyt yeah was you that did...
1: before or after Lance Hoyt stole Tracy's from others gimmick though Cause, I think right.
2: it, was, uh, that, yeah, right? it was before that yeah it was before I don't clar- remember him shouting everyone dies okay. there just clarifying No. Um, second match was oh my memory is terrible um I'll, I'll just try and remember little bits as i'm going through uh the club tropicana versus el moffo and i can't remember the other guy's name he was all right that was probably the weakest match on the show but was still really entertaining it was there was just sloppy bits in the middle but you don't expect a technical master class from like session moth and it ended with uh, gene money coming out and um chasing martina off before the segment later on, where they announced their match. Why was
0: she wrestling as El Motho?
2: Because um she was hiding from Gene Money. Okay. Even though Brie posted the video before the show where it was session off clearly at the venue, and Gene Money dressed as the Undertaker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shrug. Yeah, I remember what the second match was. It was Candy Floss versus Kanji, and this was actually probably my favorite match of the show. It's I can't I couldn't remember the order, but yeah, uh, Candy Floss uh, as. I named her on the show, is. Uh, I forgot. Zach Sugar Jr. That's what I were calling her. Um, she's. Same old Candy Foss coming to the ring, but in the match, just trying to tear limbs off. It was great. Okay. Like, she was just going for submissions, but really brutal looking ones, and just tormenting Kanji and being really. Like, she was being the aggressor in the match. I wouldn't say she turned heel or anything, but she was definitely being the aggressor and finished her with. A very vicious-looking submission where she tied up all Kanji's limbs and just beat her up. Uh, quite enjoyed that match. Um, what else was on the show that was really good? Uh, the o- uh, OJMO. I got it right this time. I had to think about it. Well done, and the NIC, um, Destination Everywhere, as they're called as a group, versus Modern Hype. That was really good. So Why would you have like a team that's na- labelled with uh, initials and a man that's labelled with initials and not just call, the, call them the OJmonic? <laughs> like, they've missed an opportunity there
1: so <laughs> disappointing
2: one of the things I really appreciate about the NAIC is that the logo they have on their trunks is a, a spin on the uh, Public Image Limited logo and they look too young to really be into Public Image What's Limited that? it's uh, John Lydon's band after Sex Pistols okay. it's like post-punk band they did that is actually superior to the Sex Pistols um, yeah, you, you, uh, yeah the, the band of Sex Pistols could have been <laughs> yeah Um. Some great songs. Yeah, but you
0: can like stuff that occurred before you were born. Yeah,
2: it's just weird to see someone who looks younger than me to... Because public image limited are kind of before my time too, but... Yeah, it's just one of those weird things. Uh, Modern Hype, we're making fun I of... I work with
0: somebody that weren't born when 9-11 happened, and that freaked <sighs> me out. Like, uh, so he's I an w- adult.
2: I was actually sat yeah, for the show... adults. Yeah. yeah, it's terrifying, is it? I was sat for, uh, at the show with a uh, listener of the show, uh, Simon. Uh, he came and introduced himself before it and we were sat in the show and I pointed out,
0: is he the one that offered to buy buy us drinks and never came and bought me a drink? Hi Simon, I don't know if that's you. <laughs> not to make you feel bad, I'll be at the cave. Right. If you, he offered me. <laughs> did, did you but, take him up on his offer?
2: No, I didn't. Cause... Well, he's not going to offer again now, is he? <laughs> Hex is the perfect place where well drinks are cheap. Wait, so I don't
0: think on, a...
1: I've, I've, I've spaced out slightly because we were reading some
0: news. Is he, is he nicked our free drinks? I think, I think, well, no, no, Dan's not nicked off free drinks. What's happened is uh, this kind, generous listener of ours yeah. wanted to buy us drinks. Top lad. So he went up to Dan and went, oh, I'll buy you a drink, mate. Does a, no. So I
2: that... already had a drink, to be fair. I, I didn't want to overload myself. <sighs>
0: yeah, but if it's free.
2: <laughs> I know I'm normally all about the freebies. But um, I did point out to him that there was a wrestler on the show who had established, um, fit... let me figure it out, established O2 on his trunks. Okay. Which is disgusting, right? Look, that—that's exactly the look. Graham yeah, just yeah. stared at me like yeah, yeah, in disbelief. Yeah. Like anyone who's born like post millennium is just like an alien to me. It's disgusting. <laughs> anyway,
0: um, so they—they they were born in two thousand two. I've got vivid memories of watching the World Cup in two thousand two.
2: I've got vivid memories of watching Euro ninety six.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's... I mean,
1: we're not all as old as you, are we, mate? You know, I mean, some of us are youthful in our <laughs> exuberance. That... Don't remember anything about you and I said, oh, Natal, no, I remember the first match, Scotland beat Switzerland. Take that, Switzerland, you losers.
2: <laughs> I surely remember the second match.
1: No, no, mate, no, don't remember it, no, no, don't remember it, <laughs> don't, don't remember it. no, Keep... no. It, it, it. It were great. Oh, no, it wasn't the first match, anyway, the Switzerland match was the last match. Uh... Anyway. Cheers, Holland. Um... Holland's fault. Holland scored a goal. You all cheered.
0: <laughs> uh... That was only five. It's when that. we learned yeah, England five. can't That's wait.
2: That's for everything. <laughs> it's where we learned grey is a bad look colour in football. What? Alex Ferguson warned us. He's Scottish. He warned us because Manu wore that grey kit that season and he refused wasn't to wear that, it. that after, though? No, no, because Alex Ferguson was the one saying, no, well, you had a grey kit and I switched because Yeah, they switched awful. at half-time. It wasn't yeah. their
1: fault that they were losing to Southampton. Yeah. Um, that was when Southampton were bad as well. They switched the kit at half-time to a blue and white stripes. Really? No, seriously, that just happened. legit happened. Yeah, that they happened, claimed yeah. they couldn't see each other. Oh right. There's a kit that's been designed and like put on
2: months before has been swapped
1: the... to a blue and
2: white kit. <laughs> I remember it so clear the sponsor on the grey kit was Sharp's handicam, I Sharp believe. Sharp view ViewCam. ViewCam. Yeah. Yeah. The other kits were just Sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. um I remembered what the match on is the, Royal Grumble. the match that I missed out in the first half of the show was Will Cruz versus JJ Barker which was it was all right like it was just it, it was fine um will Cruz win yeah jj back as uh zero Joe and Nelson's free. Mate, isn't it? yeah zero and three uh, so gene money comes out um making out like he's really hurt and says session please come out here we need to end this we need we really need to end this so session comes out she's also battered and bruised and everything and they get it gets in the ring and says we need to stop this fight let's just call it a draw, I need this match to end, I can't sleep, I can't eat, because I'm just worried that you're going to be around the corner. So let's shake hands, let's call it a draw. And then as she goes to shake his hand, of he punches her, and then says, this is never going to stop, and I'm challenging you to a match at Star Cave, at Star Cave, all weapons legal, it's a death match. So we're having a death match in the cave.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a comedy death match though, isn't it? Yeah, but odd. then I'm again... Be
2: funny, if it's not a comedy death match,
1: like... They're making the worst decision they've ever made. Well,
0: yeah, but like I don't know. I've, I've seen a lot of people like because I'm in that breed fan group, and they go, "We're getting a death match," and I don't know if they. Oh, I don't need anybody, everybody to put in brackets, but we know it's not going to be a real death match. But I just want to be quite clear but, that I'm not expecting. Was to... Gene Money uh, and Session Moth? Yeah, I like, know, but yeah. I'm
2: like, just to uh, clarify something. Did what? either of you see the match Session Moth had for Pro Wrestling? Eve?
0: Look, look,
1: Let me be very clear. I'm not questioning whether Session Moth would do a, a death match. What I'm saying is, she G-Money was supposed against... to do tournament of death. <laughs> Gene Money against Session Moth should not be a serious death match, and if it is, they're making a really bad decision.
2: It could be like the Team Tremendous one from Joey Ryan's Penis Party. Oh yes, everyone wants their show to be like Joey Ryan's
1: Penis Party.
2: <laughs> Daryl, Daryl would
1: like what about Daryl?
0: To... Daryl,
2: do you like Joey Ryan's penis?
0: I've never seen it, mate.
2: Right? No, but you you would like a show that has Tracy Smothers cutting promos on it, like Joey Ryan's Penis Party. <laughs> so what, oh, wait, Ryan. did that
0: happen on that show? Yeah. Oh, mate, Graeme, I, I can't. Like, I, I'm I'm fully against Joe Ryan's superpower penis, but Tracy's mother's making like terrorism jokes in New York. I mean, it it is a bit funny, though, isn't it? I mean, <laughs>
1: I don't know if the context of the cave really allows for that. So that's what you have to consider. It'll reverberate beautifully. <laughs> Can we move on to the second part then? Come on, because I want to know more about this breed so, show.
2: So uh, next up was the four-way, with the winner gets in pick, gets to pick their match for Star Cave. Uh, it was Brady Phillips, M. K. McKinnon, uh, Spike Gervais, and who was the fourth person? Come on, memory. You, you is were literally terrible. there. Yeah, I was there, but my memory is terrible. What's happened since then?
0: You usually take your little notepad and you write it down, write all times down. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, if
1: you see all the breed shows he's the one who celebrates then stops the stopwatch, and yeah. then that's <laughs> yeah but uh
2: again mk Green mckinnon impressed in this match even though he took the pinfall uh, oh it was sean custom it was his debut sean custom uh he's an australian wrestler who uh he's also the other half of Zia brookside they teamed together in a few companies um but yeah, uh, MK McKinnon took the fall in the well. He took the submission from Spike Treve in this. So uh,
0: Spike Trevay can pick any match. Spike he Trevay wants. Spike Trevay can pick
2: any match he wants. Okay, uh, and I guess
0: he picked the Rock. Then that's what I'd
2: have done. <laughs> well, no. On this show previously, like I think all oh. of us predicted. I know Graham very strongly said that he felt this was going to happen, and I think I agreed as well yeah. that Spike Treve would put himself into the for into the title match. But instead, he just got on the mic and said, "I want David Starr." Right, so it's basically what the title
1: match, and again, if it feels like breed spoilers, sorry, but it's just because A, I'm a genius, and B, it's clearly a very deliberate decision, is um, the title match is going to be the same four-way as they had on the first. Yeah. You know, with Mambo, TK Cooper, Chris Ridgway and Scotty Davis.
2: Which yeah. is cool. Which is a cool Because I too. thought
1: what they were going to do is they're going to do three quarters of that, but they're going to swap Mambo out for Scotty Davis because Mambo's terrible.
2: For uh, Spike said sad, you mean?
1: Yes, that's what I meant.
2: Um but then there was an event after this match that we should probably talk about. As Spike Gervais was leading the ring, at uh, leaving the ring, uh, someone said something to him and Spike Gervais very loudly announced to the crowd, This guy has just said to me you would pick on the Jew, wouldn't you? And that is completely unacceptable. Um you shouldn't be in this venue. Um very angrily and annoyed. And it was this it, it was a very weird moment in the crowd. I believe he was completely correct in calling him out on that because it's not really an appropriate thing to say um, yeah he was completely right like we we need to police ourselves a bit on stuff like this because fans do chant stupid stuff and it's I think it's right for the wrestlers to call them out and I don't think he did it in a way that completely killed his character or anything um, yeah I think he was completely right for doing that I think it's just best to move on really yeah. I really have a great deal that I want to say about that Um, And then we got the main event, which was um, the leader of the new breed, Joe Nelson, born in 2002. I knew it was going to be Joe Nelson because he looks like 15. He's 17. Yeah. 2002. Hideous. It's disgusting. Um, Versus Gabriel Kidd. I love this match because I I quite like Gabriel Kidd. Uh, He's trying to be like Stan Hansen and that. And if there's anything I like, it's, it's a bloke trying to beat crap out of someone else. He's going to train with Shabata soon, so he's gonna get even better at doing it. But this match was really good because it was Gabriel Kidd is much bigger, much more experience battering the hell out of Joe Nelson and Joe Nelson having to fight from underneath and be the plucky young underdog baby face and ultimately get the win and it was a really great match. Um Gabriel Kidd is he was one of those when I saw him in Southside and a few other places, I I thought oh he's alright. And then I saw him main event against Zack Saber Jr. and that was really great. And I've seen him have other matches since where so I thought, yeah, he's he's really, really good. And they impressed me at Rev Pro the other week where he stood head and shoulders above everyone else in the match, I felt. Um yeah. It was a really great main event. Another good show by Breed. Hex is really a good venue for them. They really seem to be getting their groove now and getting things moving forward. They've got they're part of the independent show that's happening. At the end of this month, it's on a Wednesday night, and it's uh, I think it's six different companies joining up to do this show. Um, they've announced Gabriel Kidd's wrestling someone, and then also Charlie Evans is on the show. That's the only things they've announced so far. No,
1: Breed have announced their match today. Oh, what match is it? So they're doing TK Cooper against Joe Nelson. Okay. Non-title match.
2: Oh, well, that'll be pretty good, actually.
1: Yeah, so the Breed champion against the leader of the new Breed, champion
2: that's a good idea yeah i'm up for that I'm, I'm probably gonna try and get down to that show um but yeah and then they're back in august and the only thing they've announced so far is that it's gene money and session moth doing picky poison and uh, gene money has chosen a session Moff's opponent big joe which is a match i'd really like to see but i'm not gonna be able to and then also they've announced rampage or ramage as he's known in sheffield sometimes versus dan maloney which is also a match I really want to see that I'm going to have to catch later when they put the show up on YouTube or if they change distribution method. But yeah, it was a good show. Uh, and the person we brought who'd never been to a wrestling show before wants to go to more wrestling, which is great.
0: I been told her that she will eventually become disappointed and disillusioned <laughs> and make a podcast about it, but ultimately hate it.
2: Wrestling's like heroin. You'll be chasing this original high for the rest of your life <laughs> until either, you either give it up or it'll kill you. Wonderful.
1: Wrestling's <laughs> like heroin, that's good. That's quality content for the Royal Grumble. Splendid. Uh yeah, right.
2: Well, talking it's more of... like crystal meth.
1: Well, maybe, yeah. If you talking flush your of...
2: down toilet, gators will eat it. Right. You have to worry about meth gators. So
1: if we're gonna talk about that then, what what do we want what, to talk gators.
2: about? Meth gators. Sorry. Well
1: yes, the wrestling equivalent of meth gators, you know, Baron Corbin. Um what are we <laughs>
2: gonna uh what
1: are we gonna talk about from last weekend? What do you want to talk about first? Well yeah,
2: so we're gonna just fill the show with talk about. Do I do it chronologically? Yeah, I think we should do it chronologically. Right, fight for the fallen slash evolve. We're having yeah. a flash. Yeah. So just to give listeners an idea of what we're doing on this show, because there's not going to be two shows this week. We're just going to cover all the wrestling that happened last week. Bumper
1: show, volume
2: two, two. Yeah, two, two, you're just going to get everything because there was so much wrestling last weekend. We need all of the show. Rebound. We can get. So uh, should we do evolve first? Because that was the yes. the curveball that was thrown in. That was the that was the, yes that evolve featuring
1: NXT slash WWE's main roster, slash 205 Live, slash people who used to be in Evolve and that are here for the WWE Network show. Yeah. And Paul Heyman.
2: Yeah, so it was at the uh, former ECW arena, the 2300 arena. Yep. And it looked really good on camera. That was the first thing. I thought, production-wise, it looked really good. It looked way better than Evolve normally looks. That's not hard, is it?
0: No, that is not hard at all. I think WWE might have had something to do with that.
2: Yeah, it was, well, it was their production rather well, than Evolve's. You, yeah, yeah. You, you
0: could tell. Because when they did a hype video, like, to hype up the next match. They obviously show clips from previous Evolve stuff. Yeah. And, like, I'm not knocking it because you, you just got to do what you can it do. It's like but... someone had filmed it on the phone in front row. Well, not just that. It's like, you, you go from, like, Ring of Honor 2002 setup where you can just, like, see, like, all the stuff in the background, like, and it just takes you out of it because you're looking at this polished, well, what seems like a polished product, all the, cur- the, like, the black's off the back of the arena, so, like, it's, yeah. like, either curtains or it's it, lo- it looks more professional now, but last month when they were at the rec centre or whatever, like it, <laughs> it, it's like night and day.
2: <laughs> they literally do shows in high school gyms and stuff. With, yeah.
0: Like Velveteen Dream. Armouries.
2: We all love armouries, don't we? Oh, you, old can't, armory. you
1: can't beat an armory. Can't beat an armory.
2: So the show opened with a bunch of their guys in the ring kind of trying to fight each other. Yeah, and, just, right, just, yeah. just to clarify yeah. for the
0: listeners, I've seen bits of this show because I just fast-forwarded through some of it because it was trash. Um, I saw the full start of the show. What we've missed is the little opening video package where they've got some of the current WWE guys talking about how influential Evolve were to their career, which I thought was nice and a good opening. Then it cuts to this.
2: cuts to a bunch of guys in the ring with no real introduction. They're all trying to fight each other. And some of the people trying to fight each other weren't even having matches on this show.
0: Yeah, it... It's like they were doing some pre-show stuff, and they, 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 they yeah. all of sort of got a three-second countdown. Like, uh, we don't know what to do. We're all <laughs> we're all in the
2: ring. But eventually it broke down to Josh Briggs versus Anthony Green. Um, I'd seen a bit of Anthony Green before in other companies. I'm very familiar with Josh Briggs, who I quite like. And he's some NFL guy or something. Yeah, he, he played in the – I think he may be an alternate in the NFL or something. But the, he also came back from an injury that nearly ended his career – in very short time, he dislocated his hip in a match, and managed to come back from it pretty quickly. Sounds painful. Yeah, it, it didn't look pretty, um. But yeah, I quite like Josh Briggs. His nickname is he probably doesn't like you. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. This was an alright opener. Um, this was it. The future is now showcase match. Apparently, according to this, well, that not What's that? I yeah. saw that idea from uh,
1: from Shooting Stars. Started wrestling, didn't we? We did that with now. Dar and Rob, Robbie Axon. Boom, both on telly. We win. Yeah. Um, we had him in Huddersfield. Or just it was hope yeah. Is that is
2: right. where's Hounfirth technically Class as? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Josh Briggs wins this match. West
1: Yorkshire, it, definitely. Yeah.
2: It was it was an all right match. Josh Briggs looked pretty good in it. Um, Anthony Green did his job. Uh, yeah. The next match was a four way. And all these names are genuine. Yep.
0: Oh, this is the one I sent you a message about. Yeah.
2: Okay. Kurt Stallion versus yeah. Sean Maluta, who was in the Cruiseric no, Classics. No, that
0: Kurt Stallion's got a nickname as well. Oh, I'm go sh- on. The lo- I'm sure he's called the Lone Star, Kurt Stallion. I'm sure that's <laughs> what he's... Let me find the message. You carry on, but I'll find it.
2: Harlan Bravado. Yep. Who, when I saw that name, I made an right, assumption. Mm, this yeah. is it. White. Yeah, he's white. Didn't expect that. Yeah. Uh, on the name and Stephen Wolf, which is right. the most disappointing name of them all.
0: No, you you've got you've got these wrong.
2: Right, these are funnier with the nicknames. Okay, give them. So names.
0: it's the Lone Star Kurt Stallion. Okay. Right. So then it's Stephen Wolf, but his nickname. So it's the leader of the pack, Stephen Wolf. Excellent. Then it's right. So bear in mind the the nickname in the middle, right of of, of Harlem bravado, right. It's like he's gone well. I like basketball, so I want to be called Harlem Globetrotter Bravado. Yep. What what's all that about? Because <laughs> surely like having the nickname in the middle, mm. you don't need it. You're Harlem Bravado. That's a porn star name as it is.
2: <laughs> and then small Roman Reigns.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't write Sean Maluda down because I didn't yeah. think it was that funny, but... Yeah.
2: Yeah. but the Stephen Wolf is annoying for many reasons. Sorry, so, the leader of the pack, Stephen Wolf. The leader of the yeah. pack. So <laughs> to add to already my annoyance, hearing that his nickname is the leader of the pack makes me think Considering I'm about to make a reference to an old rock song, in the fact that it's annoying that his name isn't Stefan Wolf, like the band who did Bad to the Bone. Um, or the
1: bad guy from the terrible Justice League film.
2: Yeah, but also he took his nickname from another song from that era, <laughs> whose singer we should not reference.
0: What? 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 Alright, <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. I want to it. Pack, no, I want to reference it. It's not a pack, it's a gang. It. Yeah, so you've it's got not a pack, it's a gang. You're mad at the wrong pedo, to be honest. One <laughs> leader of the pack, like wasn't that
1: a? I'm sure it was like some pop star. That's when I fell for the leader of the pack. And I tell you why I remember that because when I worked at Summerfield, the the manager liked whoever this pop star was. I don't know who it was, um, and used to play the songs all the time, and it drove me mad. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, this four-way. I four don't way... work at Sunfield anymore. They went out of business. I win. <laughs> 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 this four-way was it was all right again. It, it was fine. Um, I was more annoyed at the names than anything else. Yeah. Uh, next up was Artu- uh, Arturo Ruiz. Yeah. Uh, versus Anthony Henry. Fast forward of uh, this. Anthony Henry. Is a really strange one where I watch him and think they should not let him cut promos because the promo before the match lacked any sort of charisma, and it was just kind. Of, just don't have him talk. Just have him come out and fight people. Like just, just give him a manager. Give him Paul Heyman. That always works. Yeah, ask Cesaro. Uh, next, or up, Axel. next up was Brandy Lauren versus Shoxie Blackheart in a No DQ match. Did you watch much of this match? No. It was. One of the most apparent things of one person, this match is clearly, Eon's better than the person they're against. <laughs> Shotsy Blackheart did everything she could in this match and was really, really great. Just by the way, just remember, I'm gonna put, a, I'm gonna drop a pin here, right? I'm
1: gonna hold on to this pin. Later on, I'm gonna pick it up. Just remember it. Okay. What is that? Listen to everything he's saying, Daryl. I'm looking at Daryl okay. here. I'm dropping a pin. I'm gonna pick this pin up later. I'm worried now. Yes, you are.
2: Uh, yeah, Brandy Lauren wasn't great, Um, but Shotzi Blackheart also, she went to do a tope to the outside, and there was some chairs on the outside, Okay. and Brandy Lauren moved, and she just landed into the chairs, and it was disgusting looking.
0: Is it worth going back and rewatching?
2: Maybe, that gif, that gif's been online okay. quite a bit, it's disgusting looking. Most people making the joke saying those chairs caught are better than most other wrestlers do so it's probably a safer bump and um, what
0: was worse that bump or the one that Jodie Fleisch did at King of Europe Cup definitely King, that one Jodie Flash.
2: okay I assume
1: everyone watched the next match I assume you definitely watch the next match Dan and you definitely watch the next match Daryl tell me what
0: it was
2: but the forgotten son Colby oh, Carino
0: 100%
2: versus
1: Babatunde there you go so Colby Carino obviously made his wrestling debut in 1PW
0: i don't know your money yeah because we we found out (laughs) last week that people are owed money (laughs) oh Oh, we are referencing it then did we talk about it last week yeah i did yeah i said it on the air last week that was the return of the catchphrase because i i did some digging and found it out didn't i so (laughs) i don't think that interview is happening mate to be honest (laughs) (laughs) just putting it out there we got asked
1: that (laughs) this week by someone they were like you know it's coming back i was like yeah you know we're going to have to address it, don't you? When it does come back, and we're going to have to go.
0: Well, yeah, of course we are. All right, yeah, just checking. Yeah.
2: that's fine. So yeah, uh, Babatunde versus Colby Carino, the Forgotten Son. I quite like unwanted the, son, the isn't unwanted, it? unwanted Son. The
1: oh, Unwanted Son. That's <sighs> why he got called afterwards. Sorry, I'm yeah. spoiling the end of the match. Um, I no, quite they're,
0: like. They're all called the Unwanted, aren't they? Well, that's yeah, what it's I the thought. The Unwanted,
1: see? unwanted yeah. Son, Unwanted yeah. Savage, Unwanted, unwanted king. Maniac, king. Unwanted King. Yeah, yeah. King? I-, I love yeah. the fact. yeah.
2: I love the fact that Eddie Kingston has a faction in the Volve, and he was on WWE Network because I love Eddie Kingston; he's great, and I quite like Joe Gacy as well. I think he's quite underrated, so I was quite happy to see him on the Colby show. Colby Carino too. did not win this match. No, Colby Carino did not win this match. He got brutalized by Babatunde. I'll see how Sean Maluta with him. So you know, unwanted.
1: Is he the unwanted cousin or something? He didn't want the savage. He savage, savage you know, yeah,
2: I know. Uh, this led straight into. The Evolve Tag Team Championship match, uh, reigning champions Eddie Kingston and Joe Gacy versus AR Fox and Leon Ruff with the Skulk.
0: Yeah, this is weird.
2: So the Skulk are literally all AR Fox's trainees. This yeah. is wrestling school, yeah. Yeah. It's like when CM Punk used to come out, we all Ring of Honor trainees and be like MMA and stuff before we were MMA. Yeah, before he was properly solid, but when we just... Yeah. When he was white for life,
0: it, it was just uh, faking it back then, were not it? He's, yeah. he's now solid, he is though. solid. Yeah, yeah.
1: I still think Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather would beat him though. So, mm. <laughs> I'm, w- I'm unsure. No, you're not. I've seen CM Punk in the Octagon. Yeah,
0: but I just think that he
1: couldn't beat a journalist.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> I just think that Floyd Mayweather, like as far as we know, has never done like any like grappling. So he, he could
1: be journalism though, because if he's if he's picked up a pen, he could probably beat CM Punk.
2: Well, I don't know. Picking up a pen is a bit like doing a takedown. If he's a journalist, what, 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 does an article on Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu before, and he might have a chance. Have you? Th-
0: is that pin still drops? Pick up, we... No, no, we'll come okay. to okay. the pin.
2: Will, uh, we'll pick the pin up later. Okay. Don't okay. We. okay. So yeah, um, I really enjoyed this tag match. I thought it was probably my second favorite match on the show, maybe third favorite. It's probably it's in it's up there. I thought this match was really good. Um, I really like the team: Randy Kingston, Joe Gacy. Uh, AR Fox is brilliant. And hasn't really had the opportunities that a lot of guys have who a similar standing to him in the Indies. And Leon Ruff, for a guy who's not been wrestling as long as the other three, held up his end of the bargain. So, yeah, I thought this was a really good tag match. Uh, AR Fox and Leon Ruff won the tag titles at the end of this, so uh, the Unwanted uh, got swept in all their matches.
0: That dance-off at the end were rubbish, weren't it?
2: Yeah, the dance-off was a bit weird it went on a bit a little too long didn't it yeah
0: that would be that would yeah true.
2: went a little too long next up was a uh full-on wb tight wb match well nxt slash wb match uh but it was also the catch point reunion of drew Gulak versus matt riddle
0: yeah so i watched this oh
2: i i really enjoyed this match it it I've I have i will be honest, I haven't watched much Drew Gulak recently. So I don't know if his style's changed up even more on two or five live, but this felt like old evolved Drew Gulak again doing full on like leader of catch point Drew Gulak, which I was very much all game for. Um and then Matt Riddle's Matt Riddle. He's always great. I i really enjoyed this match.
0: Yeah, I I like this match because uh, it weren't on two oh five live, so uh, I watched it. Uh and they ma I think they made Drew Gulak look competitive. I know you're gonna be like, "Well, they involve you with this and that," but obviously in WWE it's a bit different. Yeah. Um, and I liked the
2: special entrance. Yeah. as Well, um, I'm just a bit gutted that they didn't bring back the other members of catch point for this one-off. What? What? Who would be
0: the other members of catch point? Uh,
2: Doom Patrol. They can't bring Tracy Williams back. Season Ring of Honor, but Doom Patrol aren't signed anywhere so they could have come in and done something
0: maybe 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 they thought it's pointless mm. bringing like not be able to bring them they could back.
2: have had the uh the manager of catch point before it uh completely folded stokely halfway come back but probably wouldn't have worked out for this because uh, it was after drugu like a matt riddle's time in the faction
0: oh, okay yeah it's probably not a, not a smart yeah. move then
2: uh, next up was the winner-takes-all match for the WWN and Evolve Championships, Austin Theory versus J.D. Drake. Yeah, let's talk
0: about this. Yeah, right. well,
2: sorry, I, I want to point out, I really like Austin Theory. I think he's got everything Okay. apart from one thing. Okay. His name is Austin Theory.
0: Well, I
1: mean, you literally said this last week.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so when I said let's talk it, about this, you're defending the person that I'm not even going to attack. Yeah, So,
1: but it was just like
2: the, in the well, pre-match
0: so
1: video. you're having to go as the person that we established last week is a character from the WWE 12 career mode.
0: <laughs> J D Drake. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, yeah. J D Drake. And, well, I just assumed by the name. You see.
0: No, right. No. The, right. Me. Him issue and Baron is, Blade. Is they like so, that, mate? They so wanted him to get over, didn't they? Like, I know, I know, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I mean, you're like, Well, that's the object of wrestling. I know it is, but the, they have them do this sit-down interview where he's like, oh, I lost, I lost my wife to wrestling. It's like, well, so you, you were a rubbish husband then, is what you're saying? Like, like, whatever. And then, and then he's like, "I'm just here. I'm the working man." And like, "You're not Dusty Rose, pal. Sit down."
2: Despite I, I do agree that it at that interview, it felt like it went a bit too far down the working man route, where it was it was yeah, because it saying... made him like. Did, did he have the working man's blues? <laughs> it was that thing where it was like, you want to root for him because he's obviously had a hard time, but at the same time, it almost it got it started to turn to pity because that interview was so dark in points. and But then Austin Theory, in his pre-match thing, said the words, Evolve is Theory. Okay. That's where his name fails, because he's like, Evolve is a Theory. do not make sense. Sounds like, sounds like Roy's Jericho, mate. <laughs> yeah, but Theory, it's just his bad name. Can we
0: talk about the best part of this match? Go on. Uh, Paul Heyman at the start.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, they bring they say, we're bringing out this guy. I can't remember, oh, Summer Idol. Uh, yeah, oh crap! Hold on. So they bring him out and say he was pivotal, pivotal to the like to evolve. Brian Idol. Brian Brian Idol. Yeah. So he comes out and does this thing. That every time he goes to mic, he starts coughing, and then the lights go out, and then they come back on. It's Paul Heyman.
0: I liked the lights going out thing because he used to do that in ECW. Yeah.
2: But Paul Heyman's promo was pretty good. Like yeah. you, you could see, like he was genuinely like, like, he was very genuine in his words and everything. And it's his. It's one of his. It's a guy who. He, like taught in gabe sapolsky who's made this company and stuff and you could tell that he actually believed like he weren't just doing the guy shows up to indie show and puts it over he was actually genuinely yeah well he ones. even said
0: that he'd, he's been offered them spots before and he's yeah. not done them i imagine every ecw reunion show he, he somebody phones in like, paul do you want to come in
2: tommy dreamer calls him you mean
0: yeah every every house of hardcore show <laughs>
2: hey paul it's tommy I've read what you said about me. You know, I'm not coming. (laughs) I promise. I've stopped trying to kill you. (laughs) You said you were worried you'd ruin
1: WrestleMania. What about my life, Tommy? You would have killed a man. Uh, Did did we talk about this on the air? Yeah, did we? I don't know if we
0: did. Maybe we didn't. I don't think we did. No, I think it was bad timing. (laughs) Yeah, Tommy
1: Dreamer said he wanted to kill kill Paul Heyman at WrestleMania, and he said he decided not to do it because it would have ruined (laughs) WrestleMania for everybody. There you go. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not because he would have killed a man. Let me just clarify that. Not because he
2: would have killed a man. Sorry if I ruined WrestleMania. Yeah, but it, either way, I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was a decent. I thought it was a really good match. It showed off both guys' capabilities. Like JD Drake, his looks a bit like unpolished, but that kind of works for him. And I thought he looked really good in what he was doing. Austin Theory's got the whole package. Um, he's like. Ev- I did believe everything that they were saying about him—that he's going to be like this massive star, you know. If he doesn't go to NXT first and get ruined, no, <laughs> it's all right. They'll go to NXT, NXT and
0: they'll—they'll they'll give him a good name.
2: Yeah. Uh, the main event was Adam Cole defending the NXT Championship against Akira Tozawa. Fine. Yeah, this was a good match. It was—it was a pretty good match. There's not much else to say about it. Nope, it's fine. It fine. It's just a good match. Um, yeah. Overall, the Evolve show I thought was all right. It was a good thing, and apparently it's still the most viewed thing on the network this week. So, uh, just, just because I've, I'm done with Evolve,
0: guys, mm. um, it's San Diego Comic-Con, and it's live reaction time. There's going to be a ringside exclusive figure, right? And it's Kane, right? And you think, oh, it's Kane, who cares? It, it comes with a alternate head of, do you remember when Undertaker dressed up as Kane? Oh, brilliant.
2: What? Yeah. Look at that. That's awesome. That's genuinely awesome. I can see how excited you are and I think it's rubbed off on me a bit but that is cool. <laughs> uh, just listen I've not rubbed off on Dan just just to clarify. <laughs> not today. Yeah. They're doing a
0: classic oh mate like <laughs> uh, uh, yeah yeah welcome it's... to Daryl's uh, oh no they're doing China they're doing a China figure.
2: Oh. Oh this is <laughs> this is like uh, explain the China is it a, one of the elite style figures or uh, it's difficult to tell because it's a prototype
0: that's grey mm. but but like the, the, the it probably will be elite. I think it's on the elite slides.
1: CM Punk's gonna be at Starcast three, by the way.
0: Oh, was it's he at right. Starcast one? Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh,
2: okay. he was, but he wasn't because he wasn't actually at Starcast. It was That's at Pro it. Wrestling T's store, and it was a separate thing. And it wasn't. GTS a... get
1: to Starcast. Lol. So literally this time, he's gonna be at Starcast.
0: And there's a yeah. little yeah. yeah. You can get bracelets if you want.
1: Do you want a bracelet. Do you want a Starcast bracelet?
0: Uh, yeah. If, if someone if someone that's going Starcast wants to send them send me a bracelet my way, um, email us and I'll give you my address.
2: That leads him perfectly to fight for the fallen. Yeah, it does yeah. AEW. Who? That
1: that's that's when they're sort of all out. It's on in it.
2: Yeah, fight for the fallen from Jacksonville at the Daily Plaza. No, not Daily Plaza. That's where uh, JFK was shot. Oh, <laughs> it. Oh, Daily Place. I think it was called. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We, have we ever talked about JFK conspiracy theories? No, about, no there's <laughs> a
1: whole podcast dedicated to that that much better people can do much better things on. Also, the, it's isn't the anniversary of the moon landing, which happened. Um, so, just going to get that out of there. <laughs> that will usually buy on you that. Mean, I'm slightly disappointed. <laughs> I mean, <you> mean when <laughs> the
2: moon landing happened, okay. I'm just looking we at wrestling it. figures. Have mate. you not seen it's The Shining?
0: D- they're doing Matt Riddle.
1: No. Well, they have, but that's not the point. The moon landing did, did happen there.
0: Keith Lee...
1: Do you want to know why the moon landing happened very quickly? Go on, man. Because um, and I saw this on what Adam Ruins Everything. Uh, basically, if if the moon ran, landing didn't happen, for them to get the effect that they wanted in the cameras, it would have cost more for the lighting yeah. that they would have had to do to film the studio than it actually cost to send them to the moon. <laughs> so, like, for that reason, I'm absolutely 100% behind it.
2: It's not the cost. The cost wasn't the issue. It was the, you know, capability of actually going to the moon.
1: Right. But, I mean... <laughs> Literally, if they it, again, like I said, what they spent got them what they got. Anyway, right, so five fallen. So yeah, fall and, yeah. Uh, I didn't watch the uh, the buy-in. Why would you? Also, the, you can stop calling the buy-in. It's not the buy-in anymore. It's not the buy-in anymore. It's just a pre-show now. It was okay. only the buy-in for. Um, what's
0: Haven't it they been calling it? The buy-in yeah, it was
2: the buy-in for the second show as well. Definitely. I know, but I just refuse to acknowledge that. Okay, cause, right. Like, I'm not being funny, lads. You're not in Vegas anymore. Pack it in. So the opening match was uh, M.J.F. Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears, who is the chairman now, versus Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc, and Joey Janela. All oh, they've done is gimmick. He's the chairman. Blah, look at us. He's La Parker. Who cares? Um, he's still yeah. But he's still Sean Spears, and he? he's Gavin
1: Spears off of ECW. Stop <laughs> trying
2: to he's be. He's still tidal, got perfect ten, you? as well though. Perfection. Yeah. yeah. Um, I enjoyed this six-man tag. I've got it have
1: to be, by the way, that your name's Sean Spears, and because. Sean Stasiak already did it. You can't swap your name to Perfect Sean because, <laughs> like, both your gimmicks are done by WWE. Unlucky, mate.
2: Um, he can st- hes literally still doing Perfect Ten. I'm guessing they couldn't copyright that part of it, or
1: whatever. Uh, I think he's sort of careful about
2: the way it's said. No, no, genuinely, he's got a new shirt, AEW shirt, that just says Perfect Ten on it. Yeah. All right. Um. So, yeah, how, how they built this match was really interesting. The fact that it's six single guys. So, they wrestled this tag match like singles guys. All wanting to be in the ring. So, like, you had the stuff between MJF and Sean Spears refusing to go near each other. And, like, MJF kind of taunting Sean Spears and everything. Um, on the other side, you had, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, so, there was a point where Jimmy Havoc pretty much had the match won. And Darby Allin tagged himself in which caused a bit of dissension on their side as well because they're singles guys. Um, even though Darby Allen was still injured from his match with Cody Rhodes the other week, he had his ribs taped up and still uh, still, and everything. Um, yeah, it was a really good opening match. Uh, a lot of cool spots. Um, I really, really like Darby Allen. You know my feelings on Joey Janela already. Uh, Sammy Guevara looked good. It was just good all around. Uh, next match, Brandy Rhodes versus Ali.
1: Right, pin. This Picking way up the pin. The pen. Picking up the pin. Okay. Yeah, um, so
2: this was okay. This was the second biggest from the from the <laughs> evolved
1: show. Brandy wasn't great. Brandy Rhodes, mate, J- She was terrible. Justify yeah. also. I, 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 what I, I I'll, I'll never justify wrestling. Week? You know how because we've actually like we're we're in charge of all wrestling. Yeah. yeah what what do you say? Do you remember what you said last
0: week? Uh, I said that a lot of things. We no. thought
1: might happen.
0: Uh, uh, did I say that like, Awesome Kong was going to
1: come yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Awesome so whilst she wasn't a replacement in the match, that did happen. So no, again, yeah, once again, out. we have booked wrestling. Yes.
2: We're in charge. Yeah. I really like a lot of things about Brandy Rhodes, but her wrestling isn't one of them. She, she's not a good wrestler. Nope. Um, Ali so is... leave
1: Brandy Lauren alone, cause she, <laughs> just because she's not got the surname, don't be having a go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Brandy this... Rhodes doesn't have the surname. Her surname's Ronalds.
2: This match wasn't great. I, I, I Cody do... doesn't
1: have the surname. Unlock him, mate. Get yeah. it trademarked.
2: Yeah, th- this match wasn't great at all. Nope. Um, the highlight of it was after the match, when, when, when yep, um, Arjacon came out to save Ali. Yeah, that and was went actually face-to-face cool. face with Awesome Kong. So um, uh, it looks like we're going to get a tag match All Out. We're going to get Kong that versus was, Kong.
1: Wow, three out of four ain't bad. <laughs> the Dark Order against Angelico and Jack Evans and A Boy and His Dinosaur in a triple threat uh, tag match for some <laughs> convoluted reason.
2: A Boy and His Dinosaur is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, and they were accompanied by Marco Stunt.
1: They work pretty well together, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus.
2: They're a great team. They're a, They're fun a really team. great team.
1: The Dark Order are boring. I am yeah. just going to say, right, the Super Super Smash Brothers, I get why they're not allowed to call themselves that. I also get why they're not allowed to do that gimmick. But it's quite exposed how actually painfully average they are without that gimmick.
2: Yeah, I, I did feel in this match that the other two teams outshone them quite a bit, even though it was clear the focus was supposed to be the Dark Order and putting them over. Yeah, so, I don't make much of them. Not, I'm not it.
1: Yeah. Um, and also they get a bye in the Tag Championship tournament or something. Yeah. Adam Page against Kip Sabian. This match was great. It was too long. I'll tell you right now. If Adam Page is going to be your champion or yeah. going to be the guy that's fighting you, fighting for the championship, depending on whether it's too long. It was great.
2: The only issue I had with it. Was it too long? No, it wasn't the length of it. It's that I never believed Kip Sabian was going to win it. Well, neither did I. So why did yeah. they spend so much of the match trying to tell me that he would? Because yeah, they, it they, made no they sense. really tried with it, but it just. But there's no point. Yeah. It didn't need to It could have been 10 minutes, not 20. But again, um, I know someone on Twitter made the comment it when um, Double Nothing happened and Kip Sabian was in the pre-show saying, we didn't appreciate Kip Sabian when he was on the British Indies, and this was another match that kind of showed that, because I thought he did really well. Oh, we need to start with the kiss as well.
1: Yeah, the kiss was great.
2: Yeah, who who kissed can,
1: who? Uh, Kip Sabian kissed kissed some dickhead in the front, because fuck that guy. Yeah, oh, he okay. was... It. This guy was giving him a load of shit in the front row, so Kip Sabian just walked up and kissed him. <laughs> Well, right, again, oh, yeah. you, you make it sound like he walked off to and molested it. Basically, this guy was like right in Kip face, so he just went Mwah. and the guy was like,
2: <laughs> uh, no, no, cried. Lucha Brothers. Uh, well, there's a bit you've, uh, you're missing after this match. Oh, was that uh, after this One match? of the Dark Order came out and attacked Adam Page oh, God, and then did what a did code What did I say breaker? would happen last
1: week as well? You know you predict something. What did
2: I predict that
1: something would happen? Uh, I don't know wrestling. I said, I said Chris Jericho would uh, swear at the crowd. Now he didn't actually say swear words. And actually, nobody cared, but he did swear at the crowd because, basically, he was he was the one who the Dark Order yeah. wasn't, he, wasn't. He did oh, a okay. he did a surprise attack Even on the obvious, show he was he, announced he, for. Like none of the Dark Order in such terrible terrible shape as <laughs> Chris Jericho is. And what, bear in mind that one of the Dark Order is Player Uno. <laughs> gelatinous palb That is
2: Chris Jericho. So next up was the Lucha Brothers versus SoCal Uncensored, which was Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. This match was shorter than the previous match, which is why the previous match was too long. Yeah, it only went 15 minutes, according to Wikipedia. It did, but Um, it was pretty good. But yeah, it was a really good match. Um, It was uh, Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels who faced off against them before. Ah, we Um, talked about that last week. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this match was really great. Um, Lucha Brothers, one of the best tag teams in the world. SoCal Uncensored are very, very good. Couldn't go wrong with this. Um, At the end of the match, the Lucha Brothers challenged the Young Bucks to a ladder match for the AAA titles. That'd be good. Yeah. Next up, Kenny Omega versus Seema. This was good. This was probably the best match of the show. Yeah, this was what it needed to be. This is Kenny Omega's best match even before he left New Japan. This is probably his best match since maybe the freeway with Ibushi and Rhodes. I
1: wonder if the shine is coming off Kenny Omega a little just a little, just, yeah. the, just
0: like the top of the gloss, but yeah, you know what I mean? A bit yeah. like Nakamura, isn't it? Not, not good anymore. Well, I, I'm just
1: trying to think of it. But that. at least with Nakamura, I sort of get the feeling that he's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I came here to make my life easier.
2: Well, if you look at this past year, he had the match with Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom, which was a good match. It was a really solid match.
1: But, but they don't they don't like each other, do they? And, like, yeah, and the styles don't mesh because Tanashi wants to do yeah. wrestling and it, Kenny it Omega wants to do video best match. Uh
2: the next match he had was uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah. It was alright. Uh and then he had the six man. He's he's not been very active. This was his first decent singles match in a while, and I thought it was really good. But they f they're gonna have to program him in with someone very good. When the show starts to get that shine back on him. And then we got uh, the Young Bucks. Oh, sorry. Before this, we got uh, Chris Jericho addressing the crowd. This, you, you talked about the Adam Page match. Well, I ma- thought that was before. Was that before
1: this? Uh, I think you're probably right. I've forgotten.
2: Uh, so Jericho comes out. And if you thought the Adam Page match was long, you've seen nothing yet. Uh, Jericho came out showing off his hand, saying, You see this on my hand? It's, it's Adam Page's blood. And he talked about how, uh, what did he call Jacksonville first time? I can't remember what he originally called them, but then he started calling them Jackoffville, um, height of wit. And then he cut a promo about how Adam Page is really good, but he's better and he's going to stop him, blah, blah, blah. And then Adam Page came out and battered him about, and they had the big pull apart brawl to set up the main event of All Out. Which Adam Page best win? He's not going to, though.
1: <sighs> I don't mean, Say right now. Chris Jericho is going to be the first champion because Adam. Pa- they haven't. I mean, I don't know if it's their fault really, but Adam Page isn't ready yet.
2: I I kind of disagree. I think right. Adam Page is. If Adam
0: it Page depends who match, they want it, to cater right, yeah, to. What do you mean by ready? And what do you mean by ready? I mean, because... like, if you want you, like,
1: for as much as I don't like Chris Jericho, a lot, he's marketable in terms of a name. He probably is the most like recognizable name um he at least does generally carry himself quite well and i know more about chris jericho even after three AEW shows than i do about adam page all i know about adam page is that he struggles to beat kip sabian okay do you know what i mean
0: yeah
2: uh, see whereas i think adam page is definitely but you know a...
1: more about adam page yeah if you ignore that i don't think you. I, I and also thinking about it if why they're having a tag team title tournament but their main title, their world championship, got decided by who was the best out of 21 people in the most ridiculous battle royale ever, royal ever <laughs> and the winner of two
2: Canadians. The winner of World War III.
1: Right, who is the best Canadian from Winnipeg that we have? Right, whichever one of you goes to fight against this bloke who fought um, some of the, the least convincing wrestlers ever in the buy-in. <laughs>
0: Could have been, uh but they're having a, a whole tag, bloke,
1: having a tag title tournament that's going to be so massive that they literally have to have matches to see who gets a buy in this massive tournament.
0: I think different aspects of the company being booked by different people. <sighs> I
1: think that's yeah. becoming fit. I think yes.
0: the young books are going. We want to win. The, I mean, compete in the biggest tournament yeah. ever. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Whereas uh, <laughs> Remember the British wrestling tournament, there was like
0: 128 people. When not it like the World Cup? Because it was. when it, yeah. it, it was the same year that. Um, WWE did the UK tournament, and everyone were doing tournaments, weren't yeah. they?
2: Yeah, The uh... final was Will Ospreay vs. Kushida. Yeah. It was pretty good, actually.
1: Wasn't one of them going to be put on by Five Star Wrestling?
2: Yeah, they were going to do a or tournament. one of them, yeah, yeah. I think, uh... I think that was the 128 person. One they yeah, I think do. that was that one, the yeah. Sickest, the... It was What Cultures World Cup, which had 64 people, I think. That's right. Yeah, yeah but that's yeah, when yeah. they had a sex pest working for him.
1: Yeah, they actually did that. Yeah, he yeah.
0: did a YouTube video about it. Just yeah. thought I'd put it out Shaved his head. Like, I'm, really you know. I'm really sorry.
2: Really sorry. Anyway, book. subscribe to my Twitter and my other
1: YouTube. Mm-hmm. My he book. wrote
2: an article for The Guardian just after that as well. Right.
1: Can we agree that The Guardian has turned into a parody of itself, though? Uh, Guardian is actually the website I read for news. Right, but it is a parody of itself. A lot so. of the stuff,
2: it, the, the the opinion pieces are if definitely a parody. If anything
1: happens, you can guarantee there's a, where, there's a column on The Guardian going,
2: Woman says words and we can't have words anymore.
1: Man Uh, speaks to dog. Can you really speak to dogs this way now?
2: I do really like the. Dog uh,
1: rights for
2: all. What makes those headlines best? Can you really treat wood like this? The picture of the person who wrote it underneath, which is always them looking slightly angry with their arms crossed. Yeah. (laughs) It's like woman shouting in field. Uh, The main event was the Young Bucks versus the Brotherhood.
1: I don't need tag partner.
2: Too long. Yeah, Half it, an this hour. This match was really again, long. Again. Indulging.
1: It, this is, again, them indulging each other. When the second
2: Correct. heat happened, you could feel the was crowd die bring, bring
1: five minutes out of it, and it was actually very, very yeah. good. But, again, it's like, this is where I'm a little bit like, do you really want to give them this much rope? Do you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah, this match was a little too long. I think this is probably the worst of the three AEW shows. I think... It, but it's yes, still a good but show. But it probably was going to be. You know I, I mean? I'd like say a... it was better than the Evolve show as well, but at the same time, like it, it didn't have the excitement factor that the other two shows had. No, I think this but is always it... going
1: to be like a, a B or a C show. Compared They're taking to them. a break at least. Yeah.
2: So like, there's a break until uh, August thirty first for All In. And all then out. October
1: second seems to be the the date for their show which is just before, um, just before uh,
2: SmackDown makes its debut on Fox that same week. Right. I need to ask you a favor for the next one because I don't want to see spoilers for any of the shows that have happened since Monday. Could you load up the results for the New Japan shows that happened on Saturday and Sunday? Or it might have just been Sunday. Because there was two G1 shows that yep. I watched this weekend, and I don't want to see spoilers for the other ones because I'm not caught up. So... Last weekend's G One show. Yes, yeah, so there was a B block show and then an A block show the day after. Okay. The B block show had a main event of I don't remember. It, it was John Oxavus Tai Chi on the show, but that wasn't mm. the main event, and it also had Jeff kobanishi
1: Okay, are these televised shows?
2: Yeah, well, they're on the New Japan World. Right.
1: Okay, so not night four not night three
2: no so night two and night three are the night ones. night two and
1: night three here we go yeah. right there you go kenta so you... versus tanahashi yeah right so that yeah. was
2: that was night three wasn't it right
1: yes exactly yeah. right so yeah
2: so, so we do night two first because night two happened this past weekend
1: yeah, we can do but the only problem is i'm going really be able to like null it oh here we go yeah i'm I'm good i oh, know i'm not it's disappeared damn you phone <laughs> right uh sorry Jeff about this, versus Ishii. yeah so um Juice it, robinson beat shingo do you know i was thinking something the other day right you remember like when ring of honor used to get japanese wrestlers in and you yeah. were like who are the best ones you probably go marifuji kenta and shingo <laughs> two of them now work for new japan new japan are laughing really aren't they
0: yeah where's marifuji
1: work and Nowhere. he works in Noah and his Mardi kenta. he's marty at kento like, oh you should have come back to work here and he's like you had the chance you were in the g1 and everything yeah Rob. <laughs> so um John want...
2: isn't marifuji like and knees made of gravel or something. Uh, it was quite fun when he was in the G1 the other year, when he was budding up everyone's chest. Uh, uh, can you go through the matches of the B-Block 1? I can't. <clears throat> uh, we'll just do the actual G1 matches Juice Robinson defeated nights. Shingo. Yes, so... John
1: Moxley defeated Taiji. Yep. Toriano defeated Tetsuya Naito. Uh, big... Big... What? Oh, there's some someone's trying to be funny here. Ishii defeated Jeff Cobb. Yeah and Hiroki Goto defeated Jay White. Remember Jay Uh, White was the uh, IWGP heavyweight champion earlier (laughs) this year? Yeah, I saw him lose that belt,
2: mate. Good. So uh, on those matches, uh, Shingo versus Juice was absolutely brilliant. Um, Really, really great showing from Juice. Uh, Shingo, again, he a junior. He was about the same size as Juice Robinson. Really, really great match. I like the storyline they're doing where it's Shingo... Like he admitted before, it the reason Will Osprey could beat him was because he had experience wrestling heavyweights and he didn't. And they're playing at the story that Shingo's now getting that experience wrestling heavyweights, but he's not quite there yet, even though he's massive and he's not really a junior. But that's what it is. Uh, John Moxley versus Tai Chi was all right. It it was a decent match, short, but it needed to be. Yeah, right. it was short match. John Moxley pretty much beat up Tai Chi. Um, Toriano did low blows. Yeah. Yeah. Naito versus Toriano was brilliant. It was another short one because that's what it needs to be. But the the match started with Naito refusing to take his shirt off because he'd said in pre-match interviews that this wasn't really a match. He had eight matches in this tournament, and then he was also in the ring with Toriyano. So then Yano put his shirt back on for the match because he goes, well, if you're wrestling in a shirt, then so am I. And then proceeded to have a Toriyano match where he eventually beat Naito. I about loads of people mad about this? <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm all right but with But then it. it's Yano, so... Yano, Yano's, like, so super serious sometimes that it's, like, <laughs> good. That's exactly... He should he should be the antithesis. It'd be like Santino rolling somebody up in... Uh,
2: well, you know, like it's kind of like that, but they've always built Yano as this guy. He's a spoiler. Like, yeah. his thing works. Like, he beats people he shouldn't beat. And he makes he has a massive influence on the G1 because of it, and that's why he gets in it every year. And it adds to his credibility. Um, so, yeah, uh, Ishii versus Jeff Cobb was brilliant. It was so good. Uh, it was two big blokes. Well, one big bloke and one bloke who's wider than he is tall. Beating the hell out of each other. Uh, summing each other about. It was everything I love in pro wrestling. It was great. I, I love Ishii and I love Jeff Cobb. I want more of this. Uh, Goto versus Jay White was probably Goto's best match since the G1 final against Kenny Omega. So that was, what, two years ago? Three years ago? It was quite a while ago. Um, yeah. I, oh, it was... It'll have been three years ago. Wait, yeah, three. Because Naito and Tanahashi have won the G1 since that. But yeah, um, they seem to be trying to do the... I don't know how the shows have gone since Sunday, but they seem to be kind of doing the story with Goto where he only made it into the G1 by the skin of his teeth this year. So he's very determined to prove himself. Like, one, like have one big last run. And it was a really great match. Um, on to the A block on night three... Averlock on night three, which
1: I have the matches of, and I'm reading them out right now. Uh, Lance Archer beat Bad Luck Fale.
2: Yeah, this was. Will Ospreay two...
1: beat Sonada? Okada defeated Zack Sabre Jr. Good. Evil defeated Kota Ibushi, and Kenta defeated Tanahashi.
2: So uh, Lance Archer vs Bad Luck Fale was fine. Was yep. Two big lads, you yeah, know. It was what it was. Osprey vs. Sonado was really great. Um, Osprey again doing really back well this in match. Didn't he? Yeah, well, no, this was the match where Osprey got injured. I think. So this is the way he could get yeah, yeah. injured. Yeah. Um, sorry. we know
1: we know that he has been injured and in the then come back from setting. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Really great match. Sonado's having a good tournament so far. Uh, Osprey looked great. Um, the third match. What was the third match again? Sorry.
1: Third match was uh, Okada against Zack Sabre Jr.
2: Yeah, Okada vs. Zack Sabre Jr. Probably not as good as. Um, their previous matchups.
1: I thought Zach was going to beat Okada. And then yeah, we I was pretty be... disappointed. I, I was pretty is. disappointed. Unless Zach's going to win the G1.
2: Um, He could always Ooh, beat him on the, the final the night in a tag match and pin him there or something win and say, or well... Or win the G1. Yeah, he could win, win the G... The G1. Well, he, he, he's 0-2 and two at this moment, so it, See, he's got a road a, to climb. That's good form. I mean, I mean Okada nearly, nearly made it to the final last year when he started on 0-3. and three. Exactly. It's good form. Um I mean it's not good form, but yeah. Ibushi against evil. Everything is evil once again. Uh Ibushi getting the crap beat out of him in this tournament. Um and one of the favourites is also Zero and Two. Uh it was pretty shocking see? to see him
1: get beat here. Ibushi's got the same record as Zach, which means Zach's gonna win it in challenge in London and that, <laughs>
2: <isn't> it <laughs> Yeah. Wembley, the... isn't it I mean
1: not Wembley, Copper Box, yeah. but you
2: know, Copper Box, innit? Yeah. That's where K S I fought. Um, um and then the main event of Kenta versus Tanahashi was Kenta murdering Tanahashi. Yeah. Uh, after the match, he said something like, um, I don't know what you were all expecting. This is Kenta coming back. I'm going to do what I do. And that pretty much means I'm going to boot Tanahashi in the head as hard as I can every chance I get. Two kicks.
1: He likes kicks, doesn't he? Yeah. This was,
2: it, was a gr- it was a good match. Um, Tanahashi's still looking beaten up. And it's... It's getting a little disappointing, and I'm, I'm worried this is going to be like the Tenzan tournament for him where it, he's never the same after it because it's so grueling. But hopefully, you know, he improves. He, he should take some time off probably. But uh, yeah, this is another great main event. Kenta looks like Kenta. It's really good. So yeah, I'm looking forward to catching up on shows. I just don't know when I'm going to get a chance.
1: <laughs> Sweet. Right. We've gone over an hour. And we've not even talked about the fact that uh, Extreme Rules happened last week. Extreme Rules happened. Extreme Rules happened. Right. Can we talk about some major positives from Extreme Rules? And that's it for this week. (laughs) You're going to be utterly shocked. I actually have something to say in positive reference to Baron Corbin. Right. Did you see it? Have you seen what Baron Corbin did at Extreme Rules?
2: Is it giving the end of days to Becky Lynch? Yes, but did you see what he shouted afterwards? No.
1: Right. I I want to get the actual quote up because he chat, Baron Corbin shouted.
2: The um, big it, banter Baron return. Big banter Baron did return, and in a big way, yeah. Um, so I'll be honest. I have not watched anything from Extreme Rules, really, apart from a few GIFs. Um, just because I haven't had the chance. If I'm behind on G1, there's no way I'm watching Extreme Rules over it. Um, And I knew that we wouldn't be talking about it too much on the show. Um, I can talk a bit about the stuff that came out of Extreme Rules and happened on Raw and SmackDown, but not so much the actual pay-per-view, apart from the big thing that happened at the end. I'm...
1: Uh, yeah, he, if... well, he basically—you can't really hear it on there—but he, because he's censored yeah. he sensed sh- it, he does the end of days on Becky Lynch, then turns around to Seth Rollins and goes, "What are you gonna do about it, you piece of shit?" <laughs> <laughs> the only—the only, the he only way it when your waiter talks back to you, the only way it could be better is if he would then like put on one of those Seth Rollins t-shirts and walked away. <laughs> the man's man. The man's
2: man. Ah, uh, did you see what Becky Lynch responded to Vince Russo with? Vince no. Russo was complaining, saying that Becky Lynch should have screwed Seth Rollins in that match and cost him the title. And in response to Vince Russo saying she should have screwed Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch just responded back saying, "I did." Ah, uh, because they had sexual intercourse. Yeah, it's funny.
0: Also, wasn't it winner take all?
2: Yeah, so it screwed her. So that would right have made him. no yeah. sense at all. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. exactly. But bro, I mean, I realize it's a swerve, bro. I <laughs> realized that, that Vince Russo was booking it in his in his head, so it would have been fine because she'd have just brought a new belt out with her the night after or they'd have put it on a pole or something. Yeah.
1: And then she'd have stripped
2: down to an underwear and done a dance. Yeah. Um, so after the uh, title match on the show, so there was four title changes on Extreme Rules, wasn't there? Yes. It, the SmackDown tag titles went to the New Day. Yes, uh, they did. AJ Styles won the US title. Uh, Nakamura won the Intercontinental title. Yes, and then, that, did
1: ha- that was on the pre-show. Right, yeah. can we establish the fact that Nakamura, an unannounced, by the way, Nakamura against Finn Balor match was on the pre-show of this show. The pre-show. Of course it was. For the Intercontinental title as well. Not even like just the normal, just like a pre-show Intercontinental title match.
2: And then the final title change of the night. Yeah, the final title. Yeah, not Samoa Joe again. Once again, they're doing <laughs> it to us. And they made a big point on commentary as well, saying it was Smojo's oh, seventh we, title should defense? We should
1: really mention that Kevin Owens beat Dolph Ziggler in about 20 seconds, which, <laughs> like, let's be honest, is hilarious. Oh, yeah, the, the AJ did the um, middle road styles clash again.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, but, yeah, the final title change. Let's talk about it. So, um, so
2: after the match, um, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch have survived their tag match. They've won. And then Brock Lesnar's music hit. Yeah. The, the funny thing about it is that after that whole uh, Baron Corbin spot,
1: um, they played it out like, oh, Seth Rollins has gone mad, he's lost it, he's finally, oh, he's, 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 like, going crazy, look how hard he is, and then he just got pagged by Brock by two jailing suplexes and F5 or two. Yeah. is it two? I need to remind myself it was two. But Brock Lesnar is once one.
2: again, oh, Brock Lesnar is once again the universal, universal champion. champion.
1: The reigning, defending, but don't worry, because, do you know what, the night after they had a ten-man battle royal on, <laughs> uh, on Raw, and one of one of the participants was Roman Reigns. And I was like, do you think they would? Do you think they would, would they dare to do it again? <laughs> I bet they would. But no, it's, it's Seth Rollins against uh, Roman Re- uh, Sorry, Seth Rollins against Brock Lesnar at uh, SummerSlam.
2: Yeah, so I think the biggest thing to come out of Raw was uh, Finn Balor lost to Samoa Joe in like two minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then after the match, the lights started going out and all these weird noises played. And then all of a sudden, Bray Wyatt appears in the ring with him in, Sa- in Sister Abigail position. Yeah. And I quite like this, apart from one thing. What he had him in Sister Abigail, and the lights flickered again, and they came back on, and he had him in Sister Abigail, yeah. and they flickered, and they came back on, and he still had him in that position, and then they flickered, and he still had him in that <laughs> position, yeah. and so on and so on. And I think he's finally at yeah, Sister Abigail now. Now,
0: yeah. So you know how we said what? What's your problem with that? Because just
2: because not... he was stood for so long. Yeah, but in why that is position. that an issue?
0: Because it was so long. Yeah, but why? Yeah, but why is that an issue? They were so long. What, what's what what's it, an issue with it?
2: If it had flickered once or twice, and the, the impact of him appearing and the look and everything as the fiend or whatever they're calling him, that leaves that quick impression. But when you are stare at it too long, it's like the monster in the film Creep, the, origin, the British horror version of Creep, where it's the guy in the underground and people get stuck on the ground overnight. The problem with that film was that half an hour in, you see the monster and you get to see him very clearly. And I think it would have had more of an impact if they kept the lights flickering and had him do it. You get that one good shot where the lights stay on him for a second, and then he hits the move and then stands there with the lights flickering still. And you, even though we've seen the mask, but in flickery things on those videos. I think it would have had more of an impact if it was more, if it was quicker, rather than him standing there for ages in that position with Van Bala just kind of like laid you're, out.
0: You're caring too much about a character that in two weeks he's going to be dead. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I'm I was going to
1: ask. I was going to ask you,
0: Daryl. Is he dead already? Because he's been in the ring. But <laughs> all I'm saying is, it's downhill from
2: here, guys. Well, yeah. Um, Brian Alvarez pointed out something actually quite good this week. For a change, go on. What does he say? Uh, we are actually back to two years ago. Yeah, every champion is pretty much what it was two years ago, and we're about to get Demon Fimbala versus Bray Wyatt in a different character. Well,
1: the only uh, the only excuse is that if if, if, if uh, Bray Wyatt also puts on a dress,
0: oh, I'm Sister Abigail now. I,
1: <laughs> I think they, they missed the trick by not um not playing the. Uh, we're really glad that you're our friend because I reckon. <laughs> but then I that suppose, been good. you know the problem with that though is yes, it would have been great. But people would have popped for it and it would have got like a really big face. They reaction. were chanting
2: Yowie Wowie at the end of it a bit. Really? Which they were also chanting Evolve as well. <laughs> Completely like, apropos of nothing. They start chanting Yowie Wowie. How'd you do? Um, on SmackDown, they announced that Daniel Bryan was going to do a big announcement. And then he kind of did what that Brian Idol bloke did on the microphone and didn't make an announcement.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, there's something funny going on with Daniel Bryan at the moment. I can't remember what I read, but there's something funny going on.
2: Yeah, also the story that um, apparently Eric Bischoff is not going to be involved in the creative of SmackDown. Yes,
1: I noted that down here, so apparently um, after all our excitement, he's not even going to be involved in creative, although he does start this week, or did start this week. Do you
2: think, think the thing. first thing he suggested was what you said? He came in he was like, right, uh, has anyone got Kevin Nash's phone number? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> and they were just like... Uh, and
1: they were well, like, that's such a good idea that actually we're going to save you until we get
0: on Fox. <laughs> no, he's not involved in the booking, because Kevin Nash is doing the booking. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. You're right. Big Sexy. Yeah. Big Sexy's back. He's going to absolutely ruin the Cruiserweight division. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex gonna...
1: Shelley on retired this week, by the way. So did could... he? Yeah. Oh. He's in the Ring of Honor's title match.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah.
1: That's literally... They've just hit the panic button and gone, that's cool. Get Alex Shelley back.
2: He'll never come to England. Will he not? No. Um, oh. I got told this story. Like he hates England. and oh. if, if a company asks to book him, which I know one company did... Uh, his demands uh, he doesn't say no outright but he asks for first class, first class travel and his fees huge and all this other sort of stuff why does he hate england he just hates england he just doesn't like it so he uh puts his fee up to an amount that hardly any promoter would pay for well shut up alex shelley you nerd it's it's great here we got stuff we got stonehenge you're, you're really stonehenge. selling it yeah you're do really you work it. for
1: the british tourism board or
2: uh, not at the moment. Not the at the moment.
0: first thing you thought to sell it to someone is, we've got
2: Stonehenge. Yeah, he could. I don't know. He seems like he'd be into that type of thing.
0: Clearly not. Or he'd love coming to England, wouldn't he?
2: Yeah. We've got um, So I
0: legit think that like Nando's is a good selling point. Loads now of they've American. got Nando's in America. Do they? Yeah but, yeah, but how many, though? They can't have many. In
2: like, New York, Washington, and a few other places. Exactly. Mainly like, East Coast. There you go, then. I don't know if they've got one in Detroit yet. Yeah, yeah,
0: but America's such a big place that like if if like if, if in England there was only ones in London, it wouldn't be that it would be a bit of a pain to travel to, but you could realistically do it. We've yeah. only got one like.
1: Denny's in the United Kingdom and that's in Glasgow.
2: <laughs> Just thought I'd let you know. So that Which was the weekend of wrestling. Yeah. Was there any other one very stuff? small
1: minor note. Um so NXT, the 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 Gargano and uh Adam Cole Trilogy, I suppose, if you count it the trilogy, which I'll explain in a moment, is being wrapped Mm -hmm. off of the two out of three falls match. But each fall is having a stipulation. It's three stages of hell. It is three stages of hell, isn't it? Three stages of hell is back, Daryl. I love three stages of hell.
2: Didn't they just have a two out of three falls match? Yeah, they did, yeah.
1: But now this time it's different because each fall is going to be something different. Ooh, I bet. I guarantee you, right? um, I guarantee you the last fall is a ladder match. That'd be cool. Right now. Or
2: it'll be Steel Cage ready to set up whatever War Games is.
1: Uh, didn't they already have a... Yeah, it could be that, I guess. Yeah, alright, okay. Maybe I don't guarantee anymore. No guarantees. No refunds. We don't need money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was a very busy weekend of wrestling. Yep. Uh, apart from the G1, there's not really much wrestling going on this weekend, so. Nope. Good. That's kind of good.
1: A, I need a week off. That's what I need. Yeah. After all that intense wrestling... Are you going to
2: tramlines?
1: No. No, you're not going this year. No, not this year, no. No. Uh,
2: um,
1: I looked at the lineup after having not bought my ticket and was glad for it.
2: Yeah. It looks fine. I but... wanted to go see Peter Hook. That would pretty much well, it. It's one of these
1: things. If I if I bought tickets, I'm sure I would enjoy it, but oh. I didn't buy tickets. And anyway, I'm going to boxing. I'm going to the OT Arena, by the oh. way. I'm going to see um the white rhino, David Allen, off of Doncaster, take on David Price, the man with the biggest suit in the history of the world. Like He's the only person who makes John Cena look like his suit fits him.
2: Bigger than David Byrne's suit. Or is it David Byrne's uh, suit? He's David Byrne's suit. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Um, oh, I want him to win then. Well,
1: there you go. No. D- <laughs> no d- that's not... I'm going to support Dan. God.
2: Uh, I, so I, I will if be... I, if, I,
1: if we've managed to talk about David Byrne's suit, you know what that means, don't you? Oh,
2: well, we haven't said that in a while. It means
1: are. we've brought it all the way back. To what? It means the podcast, Daryl, is the same as it <laughs> ever was. Much like WWE has gone back was. to their storylines and same champions it from it two years was. ago. Same as it Everything
2: is was. same as it ever was. Same <laughs>
1: as it ever was. We've done it. We've got it full circle. <laughs> That's it for the Royal Grumble for this week.
2: How's don't, that for a callback? Don't
1: forget to go to facebook.com slash grumble. Don't forget to go to, see on my head, the music's playing. Um, Twitter.com slash Um Don't forget, royalgrumble.co.uk is our website where you can find our latest podcast, but not a lot else. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you can get a podcast, we're probably on it somewhere do, on there. Do, do. And Stitcher. And that's it. Say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Daryl. Say goodbye, Dan. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. See you later.